Aaron Whitlow from the Markout Movie Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of Audio Booked. This is just like Brandon's, um, you know, what what am I reading? Except for I don't particularly care to actually read books. I prefer audio books. And I wanted to create a show dedicated to just reviews of audio books. I have another show similar called... Uh, you know, uh, book V movie, but you know, I haven't done one of those in a while and that takes a lot of effort to actually read the book or or listen to the book rather. And then to turn around and, uh, watch the movie and then compare it. I plan on, I don't know if I've already done it before, but if I'm not the next one, I would, I would do for that will be Dr. Sleep because I enjoyed both book and movie uh adaptations of that of that novel by Stephen King. But uh before I jump into what I'm going to be talking about today, I want to first talk about some news that happened over the past uh, week. Um so a day or so ago, uh Josephus Hudson, a pro wrestler that is uh well known in the Indies, um passed away. Uh it it's uh it's a tragedy. Uh, for his for his family, for his uh, fr- fr- friends, for his fans, um, it's just a, a terrible terrible news that this man passed away, and uh, and I was a fan of his work. I was a fan of his uh, his work with uh, NWA, uh, his work uh, with like just showing up and stuff like. Uh, he was on, um, if you ever watched the Dark Side of the Ring, the uh, Bruiser Brody uh, story, he portrayed Bruiser Brody in that in that, uh, in that that story, in, uh, in that episode. And he did such a phenomenal job. He, he captured the spirit and the essence of Bruiser Brody in that episode. And I, I, com- I, I contacted him and told him I, he did such a great job. And he was uh, appreciative of my words. But I was just appreciative of him, uh, of his work. Uh, so not just in the ring, but his work uh, in in media. Uh, also, he, he if you watch, uh, cannot kill David Arquette. He also has a match with David Arquette uh, during that, and I kind of marked out when I saw him. Uh, I was like, oh my goodness, it's, 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 uh, Josephus! And so I sent, I sent a message on his Facebook uh, about that. It's just uh, it was just a pleasure to see him in action and i hate that i hate getting the news of his death and it just is a tragic situation i pray for his family his ch- his his son i pray for his uh friends and his fans and those that knew him personally mm-hmm. uh, i wish i got a chance to really meet him uh but i just wanted to send up a shout out to josephus and uh in in his memory we thank you for your work, for uh, for entertaining us, uh, for just being who you are, who you were, and um, and this is a this is a hard pill to swallow. But we thank you for everything that you've done uh, for the business and for us. And this is from the boys. Thank you. Um, next news, uh, and I and I wanted I didn't want to. Josephus death is first news uh for sure next news uh so uh 
Paul White, the Big Show, made his debut with uh, AEW. He he uh, swerved WWE and essentially signed with AEW, and which is this is a major major move for the big man. Uh, he's been with the company with WWE for years, man. Since like ninety. Uh, my buddy, uh, Randall will tell me if I'm wrong and, uh, others, Brandon probably tell me if I'm wrong. I want to say 99, uh, around there, maybe 2000. Uh, he, he's been there for a while and, um, and he finally left, man. And, uh, it's good for him. I think WWE has a, has a problem using people. Uh, they they are bloated. They have bloated. They have too much talent, but they don't know what to do with them. I'm thankful for NXT using some talent, but as soon as they leave from NXT, they're like forgotten, and that's a tragedy. Uh, with well, it's not a tragedy. It's not the. Well, I'm not gonna use that word in this context because Josephus' death is a tragedy. This is just um, it's a it's a travesty rather that uh that they don't utilize talent and so if he leave left and went to AEW more power to him I hope that he succeeds there and uh it's a it's a brilliant move so good for you uh Paul uh next bit of news uh, I did watch we was gonna review uh the little things uh which is on HBO Max it's uh starts Denzel Washington uh Jared Leto and uh, Rami Malik, Malik, uh, it, it stars those people, and it's actually a really good movie. Me and uh, Brandon was going to review it, but he's uh, he's having some hard times right now. We're we're hoping that he pulls through, that everything works out for him, and um, you know. Uh, but I'm going to take the 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 reins for a bit, uh, you know, while he works things out. But yeah, we were going to review it. We unfortunately aren't going to review it just yet. Well, I'm going to just tell you my thoughts on it. This is this is the review for that. So, my thoughts. I thought that it was a um, great film. I thought it kept me captivated throughout the whole film. I thought Denzel does an excellent job. I love his where it is his elder statesman uh, place in Hollywood right now, and I'm I'm feeling it. Uh, Jared Leto is creepy and did such a great job. And the whole time I'm like, oh, this guy creeps me out. And then uh, Rami Malek is also creepy for me. And this, that guy's just a creepy looking dude, man. I'm sorry. But uh, he's such a great actor. He does such a great job in this film. And so I recommend anyone take a chance to watch it. It, li- it leaves HBO Max, I think, on the 28th. So you have a few days to watch it. Watch it if you have HBO Max. Watch it before it leaves, please. My ratings for this movie, I'm going to give it five markouts out of five. I absolutely enjoyed the film. I didn't feel it lagged or anything like that. It's something I want to show other people. So um, take time to watch that. On to audio booked. Okay, so first book that I, I, I listened to is... Uh, the uh the only good indians uh this is uh written by uh, Stephen Graham Jones uh the only good indians is a 2020 horror novel by Stephen Graham Jones it was first published 
July 14, 2020. Uh, I'm trying to get a uh, quick synopsis of it if I can somewhere. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's do it from uh, Goodreads, shall we? All right. So this, uh, if it, there we go. The Only Good Indians follows four American Indian men after a disturbing event from their youth puts them in a desperate struggle for their lives. Tracked by an entity bent on revenge, these childhood friends are helpless as the culture and traditions they left behind catch up to them uh, in a violent way. It's probably what I say, violent and vigil, uh, vengeful way. Uh, the uh, ratings for this book, I'm going to follow Brandon's lead on this. Barnes & Noble gets a 4.2 out of 5. Goodreads gives it 3.8 out of 5. And 86% of Google users like this book. I am not one of them. I like the book for the horror elements and the, and the Native American elements. I really like that. But I thought that the book was uh, all over the place and confusing. I didn't know who the narrator was at some points in it because it flips and flops. And that is confusing. I thought that it could have been better. I think that it maybe would make for a better film than it would an audio book, uh, or maybe not. But I thought it was interesting, and it had some great elements that really caught me and got me. But then uh, the one of the characters in it is just, I, and they mentioned that he was the dumb one of the bunch, uh, and so he does some things. I'm like, oh, it's just dumb, buddy. Don't do that. Uh, but my goodness. But it was it was enjoyable. I, I did I wasn't bored reading it. Uh, I, I thought it was uh, enjoyable, but I thought it could be better. So let me go ahead and give you my ratings for this book. Uh, for the only good Indians, I give it three markouts out of five. That's that's still a pretty solid score if you ask me. I could have uh, probably gave it a little higher, but it, it is where it, it it is where it needs to be for me. Um, but on to the next one. And this is the last review of today. It's going to be a very short episode. I'm sorry. It's not going to be too long for you. Uh, I plan on doing something longer next week. I'm going to be uh, joined by Randall Shane again, AKA Joey Smith, AKA the Southern Kentucky superstar. He's going to join me and we're going to be talking, uh, pro wrestling films. You're going to be going deep into the history of some pro wrestling films and, uh, talk about our favorites, talk about our late least favorites. You know, it should be a fun episode. But let's go ahead and we're going to probably talk about our movie theater days too because me and him had some had some days man working at the movie theaters. So, uh before uh, let me go ahead and get to this next one. So the next one that I listened to uh was The Sundown Motel uh by Simone St. James. Uh let's see um, I'm going to go ahead and give you the synopsis of this once again from Goodreads because they are coming in on, on point with these little synopsis. Uh, let's see. Here we are. The secrets lurking in a rundown roadside motel ensnares a young woman just as they did her aunt 35 years before in this new atmospheric suspense novel from national bestseller and award-winning author of The Broken Girls. Upstate New York, 1982. 
Every small town like Fail, New York, has a place like the Sundown Motel. Some customers are from out of town, passing through on their way someplace better. Some are locals trying to hide their secrets. Viv Delaney works as a night clerk to pay for her move to New York City, but something isn't right at the sundown. And before long, she does, she's determined to uncover all the secrets hidden. So, let's go ahead and hit up the scores for this book. Goodreads gives it 4 out of 5. Audible gives it 4.4 out of 5. And that artist, that artsy reader girl gives it 4 out of 5. And 92% of Google users like this book. I am one of those. I absolutely liked. Let me go ahead and click the like button. Because I absolutely liked this book. This was a great book. And capture, it's not as good as Head Full of Ghosts. That's probably the best book I've read or listened to uh, audio-wise in recent years. But this is a close second, my man. This is a close second. I, I really absolutely enjoyed uh, uh, listening to this. Uh, they did a great job with utilizing different casts as the different characters in the book in order, you know, in some sense to uh, kind of flesh it out a little bit and make it feel like a cinematic experience, really. And uh, and I felt like, I, you know, I live in a small town, if you think about it, and we have sundown motel type of places around here, places that's ran down, uh, shanty, uh, disheveled-looking joints that got crackheads, meth heads, prostitutes, and everything in between. Hanging out. Probably some serial killers and some mass murders as well. But we just don't know them. Right? So every little town has a place like that. And this captivated, captured that rather really well. I absolutely enjoyed the characters. The stories. Uh, it's a whodunit. It got me actually wanting to actually listen to uh, you know, uh, true crime novels, actually. Um, it just really... It really got my got me interested, man. Uh, I keep saying, man, like I, I'm just talking to dudes. There could be women here. I'm, I'm saying it because we're all we're all family, right? So, um, but yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. Let me go ahead and give you my marks for it. So I'm gonna give this four. Uh, I'm gonna give this five marks out out of five. Absolutely enjoyed it, and I enjoyed my time listening to you all. If you want, please subscribe and like our stuff. We're on YouTube as well. Once again, my name is Aaron Whitlow, and we thank you for listening.